Okay, okay, okay. What's up, everybody? Um, welcome back to Day No Between Paddles. Uh, this is Rome E. Creek. I know it's been a long time. <laughs> I always say the same thing when I start these episodes off. I know it's been a long time, but let, let me let you behind the curtain. So, as a Muslim, a very new Muslim, I have to be careful about the things that I say and think and, and do. But increasingly so, I have to be careful what I put on the internet. And that's not even just because I'm a Muslim. That's just period. You have to be careful what you're putting in the atmosphere. So I realized like the persona that I portrayed before on this podcast and the Poor Battle podcast, uh, some of the things I would say and how I would say them, probably not pleasing to God. So, and not pleasing to my parents and not pleasing to my children. And that's another thing. My children listen to this. So, um, if you go back a few episodes, you'll see where I stopped cursing on here. Um, just cause my children always wanted to listen to the podcast. I can't let them listen to the podcast if I'm using F words and everything. So, um, things have changed and I've been moving a lot right now. I am not in America. I'll say, I won't say where I am, but I'm not in America, okay? And there are certain things about not being in America that you don't think about until you're not in America. So, like, (laughs) I'm in a country where I have to wear a mask all the time because, like, the pollution is incredibly high. It's higher than Los Angeles. Um, It's higher than anywhere else in the United States. And I know the majority of you are in the United States. Uh, So you have to wear a mask everywhere you go. When I first got here, instantly got sick, right? Lost my voice, everything. So, And there were people here who didn't even know my voice sounded like. They thought I sounded like this all the time. So I I started wearing a mask. An overpriced mask, but whatever. I understand the market. Put on a mask. Fine, after like a week of wearing the mask. Took the mask off. Well, I forgot to wear the mask uh, like two days in a row. Got sick again. So, I don't know what we're breathing in, and uh, (laughs) I don't know what we're breathing in. Also, with being in this country uh, that's not America, I realize how different it feels as a brown guy and as a black man. Like, and I know to me, those are the same things, but I was told by brown people that I can't claim to be a brown person. But whatever. <laughs> they say that brown people are only like Hawaiians and Hispanics and stuff like that. Whatever. My skin is brown. So as a brown person and being the only one on like a train or in a social situation, I usually feel different than I feel here. And it's kind of weird because I'm an American, but being here, I feel more comfortable being out and about. And that shouldn't be. And I know this isn't supposed to be a political uh, political uh, podcast, but if you know me at all and you're familiar with this podcast or the Poor Potter podcast, you know it will get political very quick. And not even political. I hate using that word in that, in that sense because I don't talk about politics um, on these podcasts. But uh, yes, I am not in America. And I, I'm being cryptic, but it's really no need. But I'm not in America. <laughs> So, um, yeah, so before I continue, I do want to say that, like I was talking about being a Muslim and having to watch what I say and what I do, I don't think that I should say anything or do anything if I can't, before I start, say Bismillah, which means in the name of God. If whatever I'm about to do after saying that doesn't please a lot, then I probably shouldn't do it. So, like, that's a test um, for y'all. And you could be, you know, Christian, uh, Muslim. If you believe in a deity or a God and you believe that that that, uh, deity cares about what you do and will judge you, before you do or say anything, can you say in the name of that deity, and you know the only deity that I uh, recognize is Allah, but for you, if whatever deity that you you uh, think about and you worship or care about, if that causes you to act in a manner that's uh, suitable for behaving around other human beings, not hurting anybody, 
um, then have at it. But, and if you don't believe in the deity, can you, it has to pass the grandma test, okay? Is your grandmother going to be okay with what you're about to say and do? And if you got a crazy grandma, let's say your boss or someone who is of high moral integrity <laughs> that you respect, you have to be able to pass the test of saying, in the name of this person, or am I okay with representing this person? So with this podcast, I'm going to say it because all my intentions are good. And, you know, we talk about Nia, uh, the intention, all my intentions are good. So Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. And I do want to say that if I err, if I mess up, if I sound stupid, my voice is a little bit jacked, all that is me. All that is me. Whenever I have success, that's a lot. And I know a lot of people don't like saying that, but I completely believe that. I used to not believe in that. But yeah, let's move on, you know, because uh, <laughs> I could go on and on all day. I actually thought about it. My wife told me that maybe I should do like YouTube videos or a podcast, you know, talking about my journey through Islam, um, especially because people always think, you know, oh, you're a Muslim. You're supposed to just automatically be like, you know, so righteous and da da da. No, it's not like it took twenty something, what twenty three years, I believe, uh, for the prophet, uh, peace be upon him, for the prophet to receive the entire testament, the entire like the entire Quran was revealed to him over I want to say twenty three years. And forgive me if I'm wrong, but uh, and forgive me a lot of stuff a lot. But it's it was twenty three years, I believe. You know what I'm saying? I always talk about alcohol because whenever I'm talking to uh, my family members that, you know, claim Christianity, they always say, like, I can't be a Muslim because y'all don't drink. And I like to drink. And I'm like, you ain't supposed to be drinking like that either. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, at, at first, it wasn't just, hey, don't drink at all. It was gradual. Hey, don't, you know, uh, drink in the in the mosque while you're supposed to be praying. Don't drink while you're praying. Okay, you ain't gonna be able to do the prayer right if you all sloshed drink or don't be drunk while you're doing the prayer. You ain't gonna be able to do the prayer right if you all sloshed. If you're familiar with the Muslims a lot and praying, it requires bending down and standing up and bending down and kneeling down and, and sitting up and then laying down. Like it requires a lot of motion. You ain't gonna do that efficiently and well. Also, you're saying things at every step. You're not gonna do that well if you're sloshed, okay? So, you know what I'm saying? So it was that. And then, you know, it was uh, uh, don't get drunk. And, and I'm, I'm doing the sequence off. But, you know, it went from, okay, drinking is fine. Okay, drinking not in these situations to don't drink at all. I say that to say, like, you're not, people aren't going to go from one extreme to the other. You're not going to go from, you know, like... Islam is about peace. Islam is a peaceful submission to God. So, like, you're not going to go from, like, a person in turmoil or a person that doesn't know anything about Islam or a person that doesn't have that great relationship with God or a person that doesn't have that great of a relationship with uh, other people in terms of what Allah wants for us. You're not going to go from that to the prophet. You're not going to go from that to an imam you know what I'm saying? In, in two days, just because you bought a new Quran. It doesn't happen that way. So, um, so let's move on, okay? Kobe Bryant. And I, I, I didn't want to talk about it because everybody's talking about it. But it was surreal. When, when I found out that Kobe Bryant passed away, spoiler alert, by the way. When I found out that Kobe Bryant passed away, I didn't want to believe it because it was just weird. You know what I'm saying? Like... I grew up with Kobe Bryant, even though Kobe Bryant was significantly older than me. But I like I remember him taking Brandy to the prom. I remember him getting drafted. I remember, you know, I'm from Philadelphia, being like hating on Kobe because he didn't want to be a Sixer when that organization was tripping anyway. So I understand it now. But at the time, we were like, yo, we don't, you don't want us, we don't want you. You know what I'm saying? That's how we felt. You know what I'm saying? We like a spurned woman or even a guy. You know, you know how guys... Guys always like used to, I don't know if they still do this, but they did it up until like, you know, before, well, a little bit before I got married, I remember dudes doing it when I'd be with single guys, which I don't want to do that anymore. But uh, I remember dudes 
it was worse when I was younger. Like they go try to talk to a girl, and you know it's different because uh, cause you got the internet and, and Twitter and and grinder. <laughs> they all grinder straight guys. Like I, I know some straight guys that been tricked into getting grinder profiles, didn't know what it was. Stay off of it. You're being tricked. But they got grinder and tinder and all that and all that. So and plenty of fish. So those are apps that people um find people off of. But like back in the day, I guess, dudes would approach a female and they wouldn't give them no time. They'd be like, you know, hey, get out of here. Or they would just walk away or they just, you know, kindly say, hey, you know, I'm just not interested. And dudes would go from being like, oh, Shawty, you so beautiful. Da 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 da. And then they get rejected and be like, man, expletive, expletive. You know, F you, girl. You ain't even cute. It's like, you ugly anyway. You were just telling her how beautiful she was. <laughs> and now you're talking about she not even cute. You get your life together. You tripping. So that's, that's how. <laughs> I'm so stupid. That's how we were treating Kobe. Like, oh, man, draft Kobe. Oh, and Kobe like, man, I don't want to be no sixer. And we like, man, you ain't even good anyway. <laughs> and that's how we treated Kobe. Um, and, you know, I always rooted against Kobe. I just didn't care for him. But, like, it's hard to deny that man's talent. And, you know, he passed away. His daughter was on a, a, a helicopter. And there were people with him. There were a lot of people on the helicopter um, that passed away that we don't know their names. And a lot of people are like, oh, y'all don't even care about the other people. All right, name them then. You talking about we should be posting about the other people. Okay, you post about them. Name them. We don't know them. They they were, quote, unquote, regular people, except for Rick Fox, who wasn't even on the aircraft. And people were saying that R.I.P. Rick Fox. Why do we do that all the time? Even my wife was like, I, people are saying that Rick Fox died. And I'm looking it up. Nothing said that Rick Fox died except for the internet people, uh, like social media people out here wilding, just killing people off. Rick Fox ain't do nothing. Or should I say Rick Fox? Rick Fox ain't do nothing to nobody. And we out here killing them off. <laughs> so, you know what I'm saying? My condolences to um, to Kobe and his family. I know one hard thing, or, you know, my condolences to Kobe's family. One hard thing with Islam. Okay, so I have a hard time when people pass away or when people have tragedy. I don't always know what to say. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't really comforted much as a child, so I don't know how to comfort people as an adult. So... I don't know. I didn't know what to say and how to comfort people. I, I would just always be like, it'd be all right. Like, that was my thing. Like, people were like, oh, I got cancer. Or my eyeball fell out. It'd be all right. Like, I didn't know what to say. Or I know practical stuff. And I'm like, okay, I could take you to this doctor that specializes in putting people's eyes back. But otherwise, I can't. I can't console you. I just, I, I never learned that. And it's not natural for me. Like, I can give you a hug and, you know, we can cry together. You know what I'm saying? I learned that, you know, growing up. You know what I'm saying? But, like, that's it. I don't know what to say. And I would hear people say the cliches all the time, and then people would quote scripture. But being a Muslim, when people die, you know what I'm saying? And I would mess it up if I tried to say it in Arabic. So, when people die, Muslims say, from Allah we have come, and to Allah we will return. A lot of times, that's it. <laughs> like, that's all you get. So, that was rough for me. I'm like, that's it, player? Like, that's... That's so impersonal. We we ain't gonna give it a little bit more, but you know what I'm saying. Like really, that's all all there is. That's the, that's the essence of it. Like people gonna have to mourn, and sometimes when you're trying to sit here and give people, you know these these little gems, sometimes you're just making it worse. So just shut up. You know what I'm saying. If you know how to comfort a specific person because you're familiar with that person, then comfort that person. Like sometimes I know what to say to my wife. You know what I'm saying? To comfort her because I've learned her. Like, we've we've grown together. You know what I'm saying? It takes a lot more growth. We haven't been married that long. But, um, and then sometimes I don't know what to say at all. So I just shut up. And I'm just like, sometimes I know I can make, if I make a laugh, they'll take her mind off it for a little bit. You know what I'm saying? So, but if, if you're dealing with a person you never met before, sometimes you just got to shut up. You can say, I'm sorry for your loss. You know what I'm saying? But, and then sometimes saying, that, saying, you know, from Allah we have come to Allah we, we, were, we will return isn't comforting to people that aren't Muslim. And it's not, it would, I don't think it would be comforting to me if I lost someone. 
But um, before I continue, <laughs> I do have to uh, give some love to our sponsors. I need to get. I need to put that uh, that plug on here with the the, uh, the drop that say what dang sponsors, man. But I gotta take D A M N. Well, technically it's D A M N, but uh, I gotta take that off of there. You know what I'm saying? But uh, yeah, what sponsors, man? Because we ain't had no sponsors on the Poor Pedal Podcast. So when I start that up again. I've been paying for it for this whole time. So, um, and, and cussing is a struggle for me. That's one of my 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 struggles in Islam. So that's always going to be a struggle for me because I don't I don't even know if I cussed yet. But if I did, I stop for a lot and just know that he working on me. <laughs> Where uh, the old old black Christians always say he ain't through with me yet. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's that's real. So um, but yeah, we do gotta give love to our sponsors. So. Um, in a little bit, I will return. All right, I think that worked. Um. <laughs> So, yeah, so to continue, you know what I'm saying, shouts out to uh, Kobe's family. Um, there's a lot of people talking about daggone the conspiracy theories. They were doing it, like, right after he died. I'm like, yo, chill. You can believe all that stuff. You could talk about it. But, you, I mean, you got to have some type of sensitivity or something. Like, um, I've read that Kobe's wife found out about his death on the Internet, like, on, on, on social media. I get it, you know what I'm saying? I understand it because we're in the information age and a lot of times we do find out very valuable information through social media that's not going to get out to the people as fast as through normal media channels. I get it, you know what I'm saying? I always see little things for, uh, you know, kids dying, or not kids dying, kids being uh, uh, kidnapped and stuff like that. Hey, search for boom, 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 and that helps a lot. Like, I don't see how people are missing like you can't even you and not, not that i would want to do this but you can't even run out on your family no more fellas like and you can't you can't just leave and go start a new family no more it's all on facebook they got you <laughs> oh man that's stupid but yeah um <laughs> yeah I, i'm joking but seriously like Sometimes you gotta chill out. And then there's people like, well, he was a rapist. Okay. He was accused. There's there was some obfuscation in uh like everything that happened in the story, all that stuff. You could be upset, all that stuff. But he wasn't found guilty. Let's just say that. And it was a long time ago. So if you ain't been talking about it up to that point, there's no use in talking about it when he's dead. Cause what you can't punish him now. He's like he if he's going to be punished for something he he did, he's not punished by you. He's punished by someone that's way more powerful than you. You know what I'm saying? And for some of you who don't believe in the afterlife, then he's just he's gone. Either way, he's gone and there's nothing you can do about it. Even if you believe in reincarnation and if you were bad, you'll be reincarnated as something bad, all that stuff or in a bad situation. But you know what I'm saying because in this life uh, Kobe Bryant was highly successful. He was very talented, very intelligent, physically athletic or physically talented through his athleticism. All that. Some people believe that if he did something wrong, then in the next life, he'll, he'll struggle. But that's kind of weird to me, too, because struggle builds character. But whatever. Either way, even if he's reincarnated, you can't do nothing about it. So shut up. He's gone now. You got to chill out. You know what I'm saying? I know I'm not supposed to say shut up, but you know what I'm trying to say. It's you you can't you can't do anything about it. So you just wasting time and you ain't doing nothing but hurting his family. His wife wasn't there. His kids weren't there. His mother, father, whatever, whatever, whatever. Nobody was there. The, those family members. So you gotta shut up. You gotta just swallow that pill. You know what I mean? So and I don't know, like that that just frustrates me a little bit. For, for people to just bash people when they pass. It's kind of like with the Michael Jackson thing. Okay, like, so you got the R. Kelly thing, right? And we all mostly believe that R. Kelly did a lot of the things that he's accused of. Some of the ladies that were talking on the, the show, they didn't seem too believable, 
But you can't you can't just discount somebody's story. You just gotta say, okay, this what sounds believable, this what doesn't. Let that play out in court. Boom, boom, boom. Cause ain't nothing I can do about it. I ain't I can't save R. Kelly and I can't save the ladies. But you know what I'm saying? They're gonna take that to court, boom, boom, boom. But R. Kelly is still alive to atone for what he did. You know what I'm saying? If he did what they're saying he did. Michael Jackson did. So when Wade Wilson and 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 the other guy, I'm sorry, I can't remember his name, but when they came out after years of saying, after years of saying, we, we had to say lying now because they said that the truth is Michael Jackson um, did inappropriate things with them as children. But previously, for years, for decades, they were saying that he didn't. So are you lying then? Were you lying then or are you lying now? The point is, so if you were lying then, then you allow Michael Jackson to continue living and continue having access to children. And the people who accuse him, you did them an injustice by saying, by, by saying that, uh, that it wasn't true, right? So you're responsible for part of their trauma if, if Michael Jackson did that. So fast forward, now you have something to say, right? But Michael Jackson is dead. So what are you getting out of it? Money. See what I'm saying? Because they're not, you're not suing, you know what I'm saying? You're not, you're not trying to, it's not a criminal case. You're not trying to send Michael Jackson to jail. You're suing the state based on damages, which can't be quantified, but we always do. You're basing on, it only can be quantified if you had to spend money in, in uh, medical bills or, uh, you know what I'm saying, like uh, 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 counseling and stuff like that. And even that's kind of murky. But you're suing the estate, so you're trying to get money. And anytime money is a motivation, you know what I'm saying? And I'm not talking about uh, uh, a pitbull, <laughs> a pitbull album. Money is a is a major issue. Money is a major issue. Ain't that the Miami? Yeah. So I used to like pitbull back then. Nisha, Nisha can't stand pitbull. The new Mr. 305. She can't stand suit pitbull. She like thug pitbull or 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 pitbull with the with the big Texas belt. You know what I'm saying? Like that's the pitbull. She like thug pitbull with, with uh, little John. Anyway, <laughs> if anytime money is the issue, it, I'm skeptical. I'm extremely cynical, and that's another thing that I'm dealing with. With you know what I'm saying? Uh, the the biggest part of all the religions, not biggest part, but a huge part of all the religions is getting along with people around you and treating people well. And it's not even just like, oh, you know, if you don't treat these people well, you're going to hell. If you don't treat people around you well, your life is going to be harder <laughs> and other people's lives are going to be harder. And this is the dunya. We call this world the dunya. Why make the dunya harder when you don't have to? So treat people well. So I, I, I just think it's, when people die, yo, you got to shut up. Like, it's over. It's it's over. Their trial here is over. You know what I'm saying? Now, if they owe you money, then I get it. I get going after the estate. You know what I'm saying? Because the estate has the money that that person had. You see what I'm saying? So, I get it. Now, if that person was broke when he was here, and his estate, quote unquote, is broke now... Then you ain't getting nothing. So you just wasting. You just wasting. You just want somebody to suffer. And that's not that that's not very uh what's the word for it? That's not very admirable of you. <laughs> and then speaking of that, like, okay, so Russ Limbaugh uh just came out and said he has like advanced lung cancer. Everybody knows Russ Limbaugh. And a lot of people can't stand Russ Limbaugh. Okay? I, I'm one of them. I won't say can't stand, but I didn't want to listen to stuff he had to say because sometimes Russ would, would get on some soapboxes and you, he would be saying some information. I was, I'm like, okay, I can agree with that. I can agree with that. That's cool. That's cool. And then he would just get racist all the time. Like he would just get racist and you're like, yo, where did that come from? We were doing fine. And then you got racist. Like it was like, it was like that with most people that were on Fox News. Um, and now I just can't even stand to watch it because it's just people just saying things and, and being real goofy, especially like what's the Fox and Friends or whatever it's called, where they sitting on the couch just being goofy. You got that one dude that look kind of like a weasel. Um, and then they they just say uh, borderline racist stuff. But Glenn Beck was the funniest because he would have me. I would be on mid shifts in Vegas watching Glenn Beck while I'm doing weather products. You know, I'm a weather nerd. I'm sitting there. 
doing products, and I'm just listening to Glenn Beck, and he's saying things, and you know, he was uh, extremely Republican, um, but he would bash Bush too, baby Bush, but like, he would, he would be saying things, and you're like, okay, I, okay, I don't completely agree, but I, I can see where you're coming from, that's valid, you know what I'm saying, something, I'm like, okay, I agree with that, you know. And then all of a sudden he would just go way off the rails and he would he wouldn't give us the racism. He would just like I love when he would do the little quiet voice and he would look at the screen and look like he was so concerned about America. And then like he would be talking about like you know um uh 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 uh, uh like the inequity of of um the media and how they portray Republicans versus Democrats or something. And then all of a sudden he be he start talking about extraterrestrial aliens. I'm like, come on, man. Or he's talking about, like, aliens as in, like, you know, Canadians coming over here, coming in here from, from Canada. And you notice I ain't use Mexicans because everybody always talk about Mexicans infiltrating. Well, okay, Canadians are coming in here too, okay? And they this ain't their country. You know what I'm saying? And if, if we like, oh, Canadians don't hurt nobody, look at Justin Bieber, okay? Justin Bieber... <laughs> Justin Bieber has has single-handedly degraded degraded the the image of America for the entire time he's been here. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm just serious. Okay, but and speaking of Canada, we starting to ban fools from Canada from coming down in here if they've been to China because you know they got that coronavirus. Okay, the coronavirus. Oh, let, before I go into the coronavirus, let me finish with Russ Limbaugh. People are bashing Rush Limbaugh crazy on Twitter, mostly Twitter, because it hasn't caught up to uh, Instagram and um, Facebook yet. But on Twitter, people going crazy bashing Rush Limbaugh. I hope he dies a horrible death. Da 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 da. It's like, okay, you you're upset about what he said. He spews hate speech. He says stuff that's offensive. But once you start talking about this man's life, unless he's out here taking lives. Or even inciting people to take lives, which I haven't seen with Russell Ball. He was just dis- disrespectful to like rappers and stuff. Like, like remember how Jay Z tell Wrestling Ball to get off my? It's 1864, whatever the years were. I don't remember. But yeah, like he would say a lot of things that were disrespectful, and a lot of it was for TV and his platforms, and that's why he keeps getting platforms. But um, I mean, this man is going to die, yo. Well, we're all going to die, but it's it's looking highly possible that he's going to pass away in not a great way. You got to swallow that. You don't have to love this man. You don't have to offer him condolences or nothing. You could just be like, you could just say nothing. Why is it not okay for us to say nothing? <laughs> Sometimes it's okay to shut up, okay? And I say that while I'm doing a podcast about stuff I don't know about. You know what I'm saying? But sometimes it's okay to say nothing. You know what I'm saying? Hold on, let me send this text message right quick. <laughs> I'm done this podcast. I have to tell my, my baby, my boom doop schoolie um doom. You know what I'm saying? When she wake up, I'm going to call her after I'm done talking to you guys. I'm not putting, I'm not putting y'all over my wife, boo. But, you know, I'm in the middle of this, so I don't... I don't want her to think I'm not answering her phone calls or, or nothing like that. But anyway, because I love that woman. <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah, see, I still got the church in me. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> we got to shut up with wrestling ball. And like I was saying with the coronavirus, like, first of all, America, y'all getting the coronavirus, okay? It's, it's going to get there. It's going to get there. Like, and it's not coming from Mexico. And it's not coming from the Muslim countries. It's coming from China, okay? And the president been telling y'all about China, even though it's kind of weird that we still do business with China. I know we have to because we owe them. But, like, it's still weird that we do business with China and we say nothing about their ethical policies when they still enslave Muslims. And they, they even persecute Christians still, okay? <laughs> but nobody talks about China doing that. But they sitting over this coronavirus or <laughs> my bad. This coronavirus and and people think it's disassociated with uh with the drink corona, right? They don't even know what a corona is when it comes to science, but whatever. I'm not a nerd today. Um I'm, I'm podcast creep. But look, 
I, I've been letting people, like, whenever I see people say something about Corona on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and they they sound like, it seems like they're talking about the beer, I'll lean in. <laughs> I'll start agreeing with them as if it's the beer. Like, I'll start talking about how we need to keep these, these, uh, these foreign beers out of our country, and we need to go domestic, and we need to only drink beer from Pennsylvania, you know, because I'm from Pennsylvania, we need to only drink beer from Pennsylvania if we're going to drink it all, okay? So we need to, domestic, baby, and we won't have to worry about all these diseases from these other countries. Keep the Mexicans out, because you know that's what Americans love. Keep, the, oh, okay, a certain division of America loves talking bad about the Mexicans. Keep the Mexicans out. It's their fault for everything. <laughs> How you gonna kick Mexicans out of Texas, California, uh, 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 New Mexico, Nevada? Like, they didn't move into those states. Those states moved onto them. Look, we ain't, we ain't land on Rock. <laughs> we ain't sneak into America. America snuck in up. Wait, that's gross. I gotta, I, I gotta figure that one out a little bit more before I bring that to the public. But you know what I'm saying? That, like that, <laughs> uh, like the people in America crack me up. Like, have y'all seen those videos? The video where, uh, uh, was it, um, Aero Mexico, where they, um, they gave these people discounts based on the amount of Mexican uh, uh, lineage they had, the me- uh, the percentage of uh, Me- Mexican blood they had. So like, <laughs> there were people that were like, man. I hate Mexico. I don't want to go to Mexico. Mexico can stay over there. I'll stay over there. And they're like, well, it turns out you're 19% Mexican. So you get a 19% discount on an airline ticket. They're like, oh, really? (laughs) Can I bring my wife? Shut up. (laughs) Whenever there's money involved, things change. Everybody's opinions change. Everything changes when there's money involved. And it's preposterous. But yeah, the coronavirus is coming, and you're gonna get it. Okay, it's coming from China. People, I don't know why people keep going to China, except for like you know, my wife was talking about a guy that she knows. His family's in China, and now he's stuck over there. So, you know, um, you know, pray for him if you pray. Um, But yeah, just you know, that's just kind of crappy because I think he has family here still too. And I don't. It's not a lot of uh, employers that are like. Yeah, we still going to pay you your money. So the bill's going to keep coming, but you can't work because you stuck in a whole nother country. A whole nother <laughs> country. But, you know, K Sarah Sarah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I was talking about sports and I forgot to talk about the Super Bowl. And, you know, this <laughs> it was two years ago when I was on the podcast. Eagles won the Super Bowl. I was so excited about the Eagles winning the Super Bowl, but this Super Bowl is important to me, even though I don't bang with the NFL, but this Super Bowl is important to me because as a Philadelphian in my age group, I grew up with Andy Reid as the, the Eagles coach. So to see Andy Reid win a Super Bowl is so great because people are like, oh, he's not a Hall of Famer if he don't win a championship. Ah, yeah, shut up. He's like, he's, he's what is he, the most winningest coach? I know, I want to say he's the most winningest active coach, but I I have to look that up, and I'm not going to, but I have to uh, look that up. <laughs> because, uh, yeah, like Andy Reid has always been great. He just couldn't get over that that hump, you know what I'm saying? Patty Mahomes, he was having a horrible game, but he pulled through, you know what I'm saying? So just shout out to Andy Reid, man. And it, it's important, too, because while he was, while he was in Philly, you know, um, he lost a child in that's rough, you know what I'm saying? So, and you know, he's he still had to work through that. People were talking about him quitting and everything like that, and you know, not working anymore. But when you have tragedy, and you're doing like your job is something you love, or something that's important, or you have purpose, you got to keep working. You, not not you know not neglect a funeral, and you know what I'm saying and work. I'm saying like you have to get get back to a sense of normalcy. Um, if not, it's gonna tear you apart, especially the older you get. So, um, yeah, shouts out to Andy Reid. This ain't a sports podcast, but, you know, I just wanted to throw that out there. Um, uh, Oh, speaking of Mexicans, have y'all seen? I'm not laughing, but it's so preposterous. Like, I have to chuckle. Like, it's almost scary. There's these daggone, um, it's a group called, uh, it's R-A-I-C-E-S. They're a, um, a, um, 
like a, a immigrant activist group, right? And they went around Des Moines with that Idaho, Idaho. That's what my grandma used to say. I don't, okay, I'm not gonna say that. I'm just kidding. My grandma, none of my grandma said that. Except for my fake grandma, my granny. But yeah, they were in Des Moines. Is that Iowa? I don't know anything. Okay, and I'm gonna get to that too. I don't. You know how? That's speaking of that. Everybody's giving the president crap, and everybody who knows me know I ain't in the habit of defending the president. He a grown man; he can defend himself. He's on Twitter; he can bite back at y'all all the time. The president said, uh, uh, "Congratulations to the state of Kansas," and everybody's like, "Oh, he didn't even know that Kansas City plays in Missouri on the Missouri side." I'm like, "You didn't know either." Somebody who knows who's a sports fan posted it, and then everybody else found that as an opportunity to attack the president because they don't like him. It's okay that you don't like this man, but stop frauding or capping, as the kids say. Stop capping. You out here capping. You didn't know. You didn't know that that the Chiefs played on the Missouri side. You you didn't even know that the Chiefs are still a little bit racist, like the, the like. The, Using the arrowhead and they be like, oh, and doing that chop. <laughs> it's so racist that all I could do is laugh. Like I saw a video after they won. It was like a sea, just a sea of people with red shirts, like a sea of red. But as you zoomed in, that sea of red turned into a sea of like white people and like older white people. It was just white people and I ain't seen no black people and they all just Oh, doing the chop, and I'm like, this is racist. It's been racist for a while. Just people haven't been thinking about it until, you know what I'm saying, like the whole Redskins things. Uh, <laughs> and then Bomani Jones had that shirt that said white people or something like that. It, it It's a mess. Like, it's 2020. And people are saying it's offensive. You can, you can pay to get rid of it. You know what I'm saying? Change it up a little bit. But anyway, um, y'all didn't know. Y'all didn't know that the Chiefs played in Missouri. Just like most of y'all did not know that there was no football stadium in New York. Y'all were talking about the New York Giants, New York Jets for decades and did not know that that stadium was in New Jersey. You know what I'm saying? You didn't know. And I, and I was just told the other day that the uh, that the um, the uh, the Washington teams don't that stadium is not in D.C. Like the, the, the Washington Wizards and all that. I was just told that stadium's not in D.C. I didn't know that, nor did I care. You know what I'm saying? So if the president made that mistake, like if the Wizards ever won a championship, never. But if the Wizards won a championship and he's like, oh, you know, representing D.C., da 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 And people are like, well, they actually play in Baltimore. I'd be like, shut up. You didn't know that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And the president is not a sports fan like that. The president likes the, the money part of sports. He likes hobnobbing with the, the owners and stuff like that. And he likes certain people. You know, he's friends with a lot of athletes. And y'all need to stop fronting because all y'all rappers loved rapping about Donald Trump back in the day. And all y'all black athletes used to bang with Donald Trump all the time. It's just that he started saying stuff that you're like, okay, let's back away. But, you know, he was always around the athletes and the successful people and the rich people. He's always been a celebrity. He don't care about the minutia of sports. He don't care where the Chiefs play. He don't care that it's Kansas City, Missouri. There's a lot of the population that don't know that Kansas City, Missouri and Kansas City, Kansas City, Kansas is split like that. There's a lot of people that don't know that St. Louis is split like that. You know what I'm saying? Shut up. Nobody cares. You're not smart. You know what I'm saying? What was I talking about? Oh, Des Moines. So I still don't know where Des Moines is. But yeah, so <laughs> and it's funny because my all my kids know like all the state capitals, where the states are and all that stuff. So if they hear me joking like this, they're gonna be like, you know it. You know what I'm saying? They're gonna be like, well, I know it. Why don't you? That's so they're gonna clown me, but I don't care. I'm grown. Okay? Go to bed. But uh <laughs> nah, like Des Moines, they, so this group, I don't know how to say it, um, but it's R-A-I-C-E-S. Y'all can look it up yourself. But they put these cages all around the city of like, uh, so they're cages and they simulate the cages that the kids are being locked up in at the borders. And they put these mannequins in, in the cage with like a, um, with those, uh, they look like foil, foil blankets, but you know, they're to keep, uh, to keep the heat in. And they have, like, all you can see is the kid's head and the shoes. But then they put voice recordings of the, 
the actual kids that are being held, the Mexican kids being held at the borders. Well, it's more than just Mexicans, but mostly it's Mexicans. The, the kids being held at the border, they have actual audio of them crying. And they play that with these kids laying in the cage. It's so creepy. And it, if it don't pull at your heartstrings to chill out on this racist rhetoric that y'all spitting about Mexicans and make y'all want to, like, do something about And I know people are always like, well, y'all want to do something about the Mexicans, but y'all don't want to do nothing about black people being... Okay, that's bad, too. <laughs> it's okay to acknowledge one bad while also remembering that there's another bad. We just need to pick what we're going to uh, attack first. But most of us just yelling on Facebook. Like, people always talk about, yeah, we need to do something about it, or, or we standing up against this. You're not standing up. You're, you're typing. You're not doing anything. I got in arguments about people on the internet uh, before because they were mad about that lady. <laughs> the lady that, that she was trying to, she said, she said, allegedly, she said that she was trying to say she almost said Knicks. She started saying Knicks, but she meant to say Lakers when she was talking about Kobe Bryant. So she said Lakers, but it sounds like the N-word with the hardy R, the hardy ha-ha. So, uh, and it's, and you got to watch the video. It's believable. Her story is believable. So just accept it and roll out. But people like, oh, she got five, but we're going to stand against this. You're not standing. You're just yelling on Facebook. Move on. People calling you the N-word all the time. The, the whole movie, with the Willy Wonka and Ch Chocolate Factory, both of them, I don't know, one of them is Willy Wonka, one is Charlie and Chocolate Factory, whatever. But both those movies are racist. Okay? Okay, look at the look at the, look at at the the one with Johnny Depp. First of all, Johnny Depp's in white face, okay? Which is really weird. He kind of looks like Michael Jackson. But Johnny, R.I.P. Johnny Depp, is in whiteface. And Johnny Depp, the only people that that look like they have any color at all that aren't white are the Oompa Loompas, which are like little little uh, Indian midgets, right? Are they, I think the actor who is cloned, you know what I'm saying, I, I believe he's Indian. But I'm, I'm just, I, I don't want to sound racist. I know I sound racist, but I'm not trying to sound racist or racial. But he does look like an Indian uh, gentleman. Man, I don't care, I'm Muslim. You know what I'm saying? The majority of Muslims are from Indonesia, uh, Pakistan, and India. And, you know, Pakistan and India are the same uh, subcontinent. So, whatever. You know, these my brothers. Okay? <laughs> my Aki. My Akin. So, they, these are only colored things in the entire movies. And he says that he, he, uh, he, he met them. They were in the forest having a good time, laughing, dancing, singing. So, he took them on a boat and made them work in a factory. Does that sound familiar? Does that sound familiar? And they singing the, the Oompa Loompa, both movies, they singing Oompa Loompa. Well, they weren't singing that in the second one. But you know, Oompa Loompa Doompa Dee Dee. And then slow it down a little bit. Oompa Loompa Doompa Dee Dee. What does that sound like? It sounds like a Negro, Negro spiritual. Wait in the water. Wait in the candy water, children. It sounds like that. And if you listen to the lyrics of uh, the Oompa Loompa song, they were dropping words of wisdom. You know what I'm saying? Like talking about read a book instead of watch TV. That's what the Negro spirituals were, telling people what to do and how to get out of slavery, but also how to live. That's what that was. Okay? And we already know that when... <laughs> I'm trying not to laugh. Because it's preposterous what I'm saying. The movies are preposterous and racist, but... I, somebody said, somebody said that when people ain't looking, uh, Willy Wonka calls the Oompa Loompas, the, he used the hard ER at the end, the Oompa Loompers. <laughs> like in a derogatory fashion. But anyway, y'all are racist. Let's move on. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Oh, with the Super Bowl. How y'all feel about the halftime show? How y'all feel about the halftime show? I saw so many mixed reviews. My opinion, Shakira looks so crazy when she be dancing. Like, when she does the belly dance, I'm like, okay, she been belly dancing for years. She know how to belly dance. But once she starts doing regular choreography and stuff, she looks 
nuts. She looks hilarious to me, and I can't take her serious. I know she's 40 some years old, whatever. She's always looked hilarious to me. Or when she's in normal social situations, she's she's hilarious to me. You know what I'm saying? But J-Lo, I know I, I like to rag on J-Lo. J-Lo was killing it. Y'all, J-Lo was killing it. I didn't like the whole pole dance thing, and I'm really not even supposed to watch most of the daggone show because everybody was scantily clad. I got to look away. I got to avert the eyes, especially when she starts swinging on the pole. Luckily, the daggone, uh, 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 the internet live stream that we were watching in the place that they, they showed the Super Bowl, luckily that was acting up. You know what I'm saying? And then after she got off the pole, her daughter was up there singing. I'm like, you, you going to swing around the pole with your daughter present? That's a little weird. I know she was going to see you on TV anyway, but it's a little bit weird when she's waiting under the stage looking up onto her mama and where she used to live. It's a little weird. I don't I don't think that that was weird for me. And then, you know what I'm saying? Like all the fashion people were getting on her cuz it looked like she had like aluminum foil or something like in her uh in her outfit, like in the bottom part of her outfit. I don't know what she was doing. But I thought it was, you know what I'm saying? Like the, the scene where they, they were standing there and dancing and they had like, the, the stage had a picture of like a waterfall, like you were going to fall down. I don't know how people were still dancing and moving around and they had her up like a cheerleader. I don't understand how they were doing that because I'd be afraid to fall even after I was in rehearsal for three months. You know what I'm saying? But uh, yeah, like I'm interested to see what y'all think about the Super Bowl. So hit me up on social media platforms uh, on Facebook, it's Rome E. Creek. We got a Facebook page. Or Dano Entertainment. D-A-E-N-O. Hit me up on Twitter. It's... I don't know what it is on Twitter. I'll put it in the, the show comments. Because <laughs> we have three Twitters. We got uh, Better Quote Creek. It's Better Quote Creek. Um, so it's no Q's. Because um, Q's didn't exist in a lot of African languages. Well, technically none of these letters did. But whatever. So it's B-E-T-T-A... K-W-O-T-E and then Creek. Now C didn't exist either so the fact that I have a C is kind of stupid. And then uh, the Poor Paddle Podcast has a Twitter. But yeah, just hit us up in some way. Tell us what y'all think about the Super Bowl. What y'all think about when Shakira was like, Ooh! <laughs> I'm like, why did she do that? She looked right in the camera. She looked me square in my eyes and said, Ooh! My bad, my bad, my bad. She looked me dead in my eyes, knowing that I have Native American in my family, and said, Ooh, and she might as well say, oh, <laughs> and I remember, I know all y'all, if y'all over the age of 25, when y'all a kid, y'all play Cowboys and Indians and do that, I know y'all did it, everybody did it, so don't laugh with me, you're racist, okay? <laughs> Oh, but no, no, no. So I was reading. Look, it's been a long time since I did these podcasts. So a lot of things just popped in my head. I had some things I wanted to talk about, but I'm I'm pinging. Um, But yeah, so I was reading the article and they're like, yeah, red meat is bad for you again. Who said it wasn't? Apparently they've been putting out this new information. Red meat's good for you. You don't need moderation. Red meat is bad for you. Okay. Everything is is okay. Everything is bad when you don't exercise moderation. Okay, most things. But like red meat, especially, it's not even just the red meat. Okay, it's that it's the way we process things. I was uh I was walking around in a foreign country, and um, the anonymous guys, the y'all know the group anonymous. They were standing out on a curb, playing these videos of like pigs being slaughtered and just just treated bad, just being chopped up, kicked. They were dirty. And I don't eat pig anyway. But then they showed the cow when I was like, ooh. And you know, as a Muslim, we eat the cow, okay? You know what I'm saying? Like, when it comes to Eid, you're supposed to, you're supposed to slaughter that cow, you know, face face Mecca, you know what I'm saying? You're supposed to dedicate that daggone cow to Allah, and you're supposed to partake. You're supposed to feed your family, feed your friends feed charity because with one cow you could feed a, a whole um, 
a whole village. You know, we ain't got villages, but you can feed a, you can feed a lot of people with one cow. You know what I'm saying? Because the meat is good. But the fact is, like, we don't have just a cow that we raise or a few cows we raise. We put them in these factories. We force them to grow crazy. We pump them full of hormones and all this stuff. It's just like with gluten. Like, when people say they have gluten allergies, I'm not absolutely sure if they're allergic to the gluten or the processing, all the um, the pesticides and everything we put in it. Because people, I, I don't think people were, and I, I could do research, but I'm not going to. You can. But people weren't, people ain't have gluten allergies when I was a kid. It wasn't as much, but I see it all the time now. It's not the the grain. You're not allergic to the grain. You're allergic to how we're growing it. Like, it's like over here, I'd be looking at the produce, and I'm like, this little produce. Like, why the strawberries so little? Those strawberries ain't little. Them strawberries are strawberries. That's how they're supposed to look. They, they not doing the same things over here that we do in America, which is pump, the, pump everything and make it bigger. You know what I'm saying? Or make it produce quickly. Like, I was telling the dude, yeah, I eat chicken or whatever, um, you know, because I stopped eating red meat and I stopped eating pork a long time ago, even before I was a Muslim. But, like, the the chi- he was talking about the chickens. He was like, yo, they get forced to uh, grow uh, way faster than normal, and they're in constant pain. And I'm like, okay, yeah, chickens are huge in America. And, you know, like, I went somewhere, I went over here and I went to Wings and Things. You know, I was feeling a little... I was feeling a little, little, little carnivorous. You know what I'm saying? I've been trying to eat less meat. You know, trying to get a little slim and pretty. But I, I went to go get some wings and things, and I was upset with how small the wings were. They were delicious, and this is not an advertisement for wings and things because they are not one of the sponsors. But they were really, really small, and I got upset. Like, yo, what is this? But I realized that's the size that they're supposed to be. You know what I'm saying? But I'm so used to the big old chunks of. You know what I'm saying? The, da- the daggone uh, drums, the wing drums are the size of a leg. Because we just pumping them full of crap. It's not that they bigger be- because of like, you know, there's no, there's no, how do I say this? There's no like natural way that they're, they're, uh, the chickens are that big. You know what I'm saying? So most of the food that we're getting is genetically modified anyway. Even when they say no GMOs, there's certain criteria for them to call it that. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of like when you go to a, go to a grocery store, they're like, all natural. Well, technically, they can say natural for a lot of things. Like, it doesn't have... It's kind of like when you when you read labels, it's like 100% juice. And then you read it, and there's things that's not juice in there. You know what I'm saying? Like, yellow number five is not juice. Why is it in here when you say 100% juice? It's it's verbiage. It's, it's semantics that they're using to tell you something that's not completely true. You know what I'm saying? Like they always say, Tic Tacs is a zero calorie snack. Eat that whole box of Tic Tacs. You eating calories. It's just that like with one small, one small Tic Tac has so little sugar and so little calories that they can say it's a zero calorie snack. It's not zero calorie. You know what I'm saying? Like it's all advertising. It's all lies, which is fine. <laughs> and I get tired of, uh, so people, people eating so much red meat on this daggone keto diet you know what I'm saying? I can eat as much fat as I want. And I'm not, you know, shouts out to my wife because she's doing a keto diet and it works. And I was telling her it's not sustainable to continue for years and years and years. But it does work. But you have to do it right. My wife researched and she's doing it well. People out here, the first dude I heard that I actually knew personally that was telling me about the keto diet, this fool ate pounds of bacon a day. You not getting no carbs, that's fine. But all that fat, not good for you. All that grease and crap that you put in your body, you're going to be skinny, but you're going to have a heart attack. And you're going to be a lot skinnier when, when your heart is gone. Maybe not a lot because <laughs> your, your, your heart don't weigh that much. But you, you, you're going to get skinny when you start to die, when you start to decompose. So watch, watch all them fat diets. Caloric deficit is the best thing for you. And then once you get to the point, the weight that you want, whatever calories you were intaking um, um, to get to that weight, then you just maintain those calories. You know what I'm saying? The different types of food, you got to adjust with your own body. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not a nutritionist. Y'all know that. But I, I just learned and I know that eating pounds of bacon and cheese is not good for your digestive system. It's not good for your heart. It's not good for any of that. You're going to lose some weight. You're going to lose some weight. But you can lose weight faster on crack. You gonna do that? 
crack is very much keto. There are zero carbs and crack cocaine. Get yourself some, okay? And you will lose weight quickly, okay? You're also going to lose friends. You just call them dead weight. You don't need friends, okay? You don't need friends when you got crack. <laughs> I stop a lot. Uh, see, I don't know. So, with, with having a, a, being a part of a religion, you... Certain certain rhetoric didn't exist yet, so I don't know if I can joke about crack. I think I can, cause there's nothing in the Quran that says don't joke about crack. But y'all know the point that I'm trying to make. I'm making a point because I'm I'm trying to take care of y'all. Stop eating pork. Stop eating all this bacon and red meat, cause it's not good for you. And stop going by these fad diets. These diets didn't. Well, okay, technically keto did exist. It just wasn't called that. But they don't work long term and they don't work the way you're doing it. You reduce your carbs for a certain amount of time. But carbohydrates are good for you. Fats are good for you. Protein is great for you. These things exist for you, but you just need need to understand what is good for your body type. And race does play a part. I hate to say it, but race, quote unquote, because race is not scientific. But your genetic makeup plays a part in how... You digest food and what foods are good for you. Like, if your entire lineage is, say, Nigerian, and in Nigeria, you never had, and I don't, let's just say you never had tomatoes, right? Even though I'm sure they have tomatoes. You never had tomatoes. When you bite into a tomato, you may have some issues. Your body may have some issues with digesting those tomatoes because you have, uh, uh, you your entire lineage is full of not eating that food and not processing that food. So you're going to have a hard time and you're, you may not um, immediately experience the benefits. You might not even absorb the nutrients the same way other people will. You know what I'm saying? So that that was my, my, my nutrition thing. <laughs> I'll get off. I'll get off that horse. You know what I'm saying? Cause, but I just want y'all to take care of yourselves. Cause I don't want y'all to die. But speaking speaking of funerals, I hear everybody talking about the Lil Wayne album. I haven't listened to it yet, so y'all tell me what y'all think about it. But um, I heard a few songs from the previous one, and it does make sense that Wayne's sound is gonna sound dated. You know, he was incarcerated, and then he's been on and off drugs. Da, 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 da. And he's old. Like, we old now. Lil Wayne old. He's short, but he old. You know what I'm saying? So his flow on instrumentals that, that young guys are, are using or him trying to flow like the young guys is not going to come off well. So y'all got to be patient. But just listen to the lyrical content. Is it still good? The funny thing about that I learned about um, with reading about um, Lil Wayne's album, he did an interview with Nori and them and he was talking they were talking about his beef with Pusha T and how Rick Ross keeps talking about getting them on a song together and I realized after listening to that Pusha T is crazy for real like (laughs) I love Pusha T but Pusha T will get at anybody and the fact is Lil Wayne does not know why Pusha T dissed him and it's been a long time and he does he still does not know now granted Wayne was using some drugs, and I tried not to say that bad about Lil Wayne. I lived in Louisiana for a while, and all I said was Lil Wayne wasn't the greatest rapper of all time, and everybody around me seemed like they wanted to beat me up, and if you see me argue, you know I don't fold. You know what I'm saying? I would even make it worse. I would even say things I don't believe, because I had every album on my big clunky iPod you know what I'm saying? And I listened to Wayne. And I liked half the stuff Wayne said. And then the other half made me think he shouldn't rap anymore. Like on Mr. Carter. Hey, Mr. Carter. Everything before Jay-Z's verse, dope. Once Jay-Z's verse was over, Lil Wayne just lost his mind. He was terrible. But Lil Wayne is, is, is good at what he does. But Lil Wayne used to do some drugs. So for him, I don't know if it's the drugs or he was just naive or if Pusha T is just crazy. And will just attack people for nothing. Cause they like Wayne was like, yo, I was on the grinding uh remix, like we was cool and I wanted to make a song with him. So I don't even know why, <laughs> why he attacked me. He said his friends like, yo, you gonna get back at him? And he's like, I wanna make a song with him. I don't even know what's going on. Cause Pusha T is crazy. Okay? Pusha T will attack people. And it's not just for like, oh, he wanna be uh in the limelight. Pusha T will feel like you said something and like that was disrespectful to him. You didn't even mean it. He won't even talk to you about it. He'll just like, yo, 
dead. <laughs> Pusher T is crazy, okay? And that just illustrated it. Lil Wayne's story illustrated that to me. What up? No, I said, uh, I know y'all gonna clown me for talking about that brick iPod and some of y'all young kids don't even know what that is. But y'all can't be mad at me and I just read an article about people upset about the Blackberries going away because people are still using Blackberries. It's going away in August. What was you doing with a Blackberry anyway? You, like... What was you doing with a Blackberry? Buy Apple products, okay? Maybe I got a little stock of Apple, but buy, buy Apple products. <laughs> Even buy Google products. I may have a little alphabet stock. Yeah, but get you, get, get, you shouldn't have a Blackberry anyway. Talk about the president got, got a Blackberry. He also had a Zoom. Don't nobody care about no daggone Blackberry. And I'm not even talking about the current president. Y'all talking about Obama. And y'all still keep saying that's my, my only president. Okay, that's fine. But don't have no BlackBerry because of Obama. And don't have no daggone Zoom because of Obama. <laughs> Buy Apple products, by the way. I just want to say that. They pay good, good dividends. But yeah. <laughs> and Alphabet. I, I said I got Alphabet stock. Alphabet owns Yahoo. I just, I just uh, found out. Not Yahoo. YouTube. I just found out that YouTube in 2019 made $15 billion off of ad revenue. Just in 2019. So, everybody who's a YouTube creator or who was understands, you know, how the algorithms change and, and, and how their uh, their payouts change and they're making way less money. The people are making way less money. But YouTube ain't making way less money. And they don't really have to, like, deal with y'all no more because... The reason they dealt with y'all was because y'all created content and then they were advertised off the content. But now YouTube has their own series. Um, they have the rights to use uh, content from um, like the NBA and stuff like that. So they don't really need you no more. That's all I'm saying. So let me, I'm, I got a bunch of time on this podcast. Um, but yeah, so I do want to do something where where uh, I talk about on this day. And I know it's Black History Month, but you know I don't really believe in that. I, I'm appreciative that somebody's going to um, feel like they need to explore the history of black people in America um, for whatever reason, that's dope. But I also want us to seek our own knowledge and I also want to not be fed the same things over and over again. And I also want truth. And it's really hard for us to find truth in our history when most of our history was controlled by people who didn't care about us. And uh, I'm not going to talk about Christianity. I almost did it, but I'm not going to. So on this day, I, I, I'm talking about death a lot. And I apologize. It's the theme. Death is the theme. But yeah, Maurice White from Earth, Wind & Fire, he died this day in 2016. And this day is February 4th. You know what I'm saying? For me. I think it is for you too. But February 4th, Maurice White died. So... In honor of Maurice White, and I don't have the rights to, to sing any of Earth, Wind & Fire songs. And some people, there are certain theists that say, oh, we don't bang with Earth, Wind & Fire because of demonic stuff and Masonic stuff. You're just confused. So these were black men and women because there were a lot of people on the stage with Earth, Wind & Fire. Unnamed people, just a whole bunch of instruments on the stage. But um, these were people who made wonderful music that withstand the test of time. So I don't have the rights to the song and I don't know the words to any any Earth Wind and Fire song anyway. So I want y'all to sing this song with me. If y'all know the words, y'all can sing along because y'all don't have to worry about legalities. But here we go. One, two, three. Do you remember? Hey, come on, I see you. Little lip looking in the. Hey, and the sim in the dial looking in the. All right, that's enough. That's enough. So, yeah, shouts out to Maurice White, you know what I'm saying, and his family and everything. You know, they were legends. Legends. I want, like, a lot of Earth, Wind, and Fire, the original members, the original members that we know, because he was the one with the, with the, uh, the the regular voice, like not the high pitch voice, the regular tenor and baritone voice, like that that was him. Okay, perfect. That was a perfect, 
perfect. That was a perfect, perfect impression of Maurice. <laughs> I'm stupid. All right, so I'm, I'm going to get out of here and leave y'all alone. So I do want to say a quote, uh, the quote of the day. I'm going to get back into that. And uh, this person isn't white. I don't even, or isn't black. I don't even know if this person is white. I don't know if this person has a face. I just saw this quote and I liked it um, for several reasons. But uh, the quote is by... Uh, Jessamine, Jessamine West. Um, I, it may be one of the Kanye's, one of Kanye's children. I don't think so, but we're just gonna say it is. So Kanye's son or daughter, or, or oh yeah, we're non-binary. Even though like we say we're non-binary on a computer, which uses binary code, but whatever. Um, this to quote: Fiction reveals truths that reality obscures. And I don't know what he was talking about, he or she was talking about, because I don't know what kind of name Jessamine is. Uh, it sounds like somebody who, like, like betrayed Jesus or something, or, like, uh, slept with people's husbands. I don't know. But, like, um, for me, that's, as an artist, and I know I haven't arted it in public in a while, but as an artist, um, reality is tough, Right? The fiction is easy. Reality is tough because tough things happen in reality and then you have to deal with them. And sometimes fiction allows us to deal with reality. So a lot of times when you hear my pieces, like uh, certain um, poetic pieces I do and even songs I do and rap songs that I've done in the past, um, they're stories. And it, it'll make people come up to me and say, hey, did that really happen? And I always say, kind of. Because I'll use stories about someone else and hide truths about me and my experiences and my feelings and negativity and stuff within those bars. You know what I'm saying? Within that fiction. You see what I'm saying? But also, if we're if we're taking it on a different plane, fiction does reveal things about other people <laughs> and ourselves. And then, like, what I just said about how I do things, um, you know, like, writing, writing a, a book a, a, a book about reality, like an autobiography or something like that. Like, if I write an autobiography about a person's life, um, if I just do it verbatim, it may not have the same effect and I may not be able to place as many um, messages and stuff into the story as I would with a fantasy or a fiction, quote-unquote fiction, or even a realistic fiction. Um, so do with that what you want. Um, if you want to talk more about that, hit me up on Twitter or Facebook or if you have my number or whatever. Um, but yeah, like, I don't want to talk anymore. Um, Alhamdulillah, you know, I appreciate you guys for for tuning in with me. And I'm going to try to make this more regular, like my bowels. Okay, that's, that's gross. But uh, I'm going to try to make this more regular. Um, because some of you, like five of you, like to hear what I have to say. So I'm not going to say much more. Have a good sandwich. Peace.